Hey everyone! Hey. We're back for episode two on the Real Podcast. Which I feel like I can't believe that it's only episode two. It's only episode two. Um, apparently, episode one was actually pretty popular. Um, way <laughs> more, <laughs> the way more than we expected. Um, I was expecting maybe three people. I was expecting listen. three people, but like. We have wow. 19 listeners. 19 listeners. Like, hello, everyone. Like, love you. Like, you <laughs> hello, know. Hello, everyone. <laughs> They're all just your friends. None of them are from me. I'm sure. No, we'll live Lu City. Live Lu City. Live Lu City. Shout out to Live Lu City. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so. Anywho, we're back I, for episode two. I have just so much to say today. We have so much to say. It's been like a week. Um, actually, it has been a week to the day since yes. we last filmed one. Our schedule, we didn't plan out doing once a week, but like here we are. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think that just makes the most sense. Yeah. So, something that I was just thinking about on the drive here that I want to start the podcast <laughs> with is not that long ago, Mason and I decided to go out to dinner. And dinner is not really our thing. Okay. Like, breakfast right. is our thing. We do breakfast we every do, Sunday. We are, we are the Sunday breakfast, right? Yeah. But um, we went to El Canelo for dinner. <laughs> this was a month ago. Oh, was it a month It was already? over a month ago. Over a month? Yeah, I, I don't remember. Um, shocker. So, um, okay. Mason and I were sitting down at our table, and <laughs> beside us, another couple a couple sits down, and I see the woman go, "That's so funny," and the guy goes, "What?" and points. She points to us and goes, "They're on a date, and he's gay," <laughs> and they start dying laughing, dying laughing. And that's, that just popped into my brain today, and I thought it was so fucking funny. It wasn't the only experience that we encountered that day. That day. Of people being like, oh, like, he's gay, and they're on a date. Like, yeah. those other people that were in the booth when we checked yes. out. Those other people, they were like, ain't no way. It was like a group of teenage boys that were like, ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Which is the um, teenage boy equivalent of... He's gay in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as Camille's standing by the door as I'm up at the counter paying for this dinner, <laughs> as Camille's like, okay. okay. Camille's not conscious. Not conscious. <laughs> no, we went to, um, I feel like every time we go to dinner, our vibe is just off. It's it not, it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. We can't do dinner. We're on the same page in the morning, but then as the day progresses, we just get further and further on a different page That's until true. we reset in the morning. And so, I mean, here we are at, like, 2.30 on a Thursday, and we it's can, working. We can talk all day. We can talk. And we can hang out during the day, but I think us going to, like, a meal. Uh, us going to a meal that's at night not breakfast. does not work. That's not breakfast. Just feels strange. Right. I remember this one time, and it was the first time I had ever gone out to dinner by myself, like, without my parents. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we were somewhere in East Aurora. I think it was like one of those restaurants that closed down during COVID. Okay. But um, I just remember we were so awkward. <laughs> and then the bill came and we were like, oh my God, like, how are we going to pay? Like, do we split it? Like, how are when we When was we... this? Oh, what? Middle school. Okay. It's so like a long, like, she's 12 and she's at the restaurant. Yeah, place. like we're at the restaurant and I'm like, and then we were like trying to be like, cool. <laughs> and it was just so awkward. That's really embarrassing. I don't even remember the first time I went without my parents. It was probably in like 
10th grade because let's be real i didn't do anything before be that. so for real exactly <laughs> i've been out here on my own like i've been and, on her own since birth like, i've been a certified adult since like 11 <laughs> camille came out of the womb and she was just like out there and like doing dishes <laughs> cleaning right. like learning how to be a civilized human being yeah did i have a choice no no, no. forced no. into it that'll be a different conversation for another time yeah but um was I just gonna say? I don't know. I feel like people are so fucking mean to people who work in restaurants. Oh, this is true. And I feel so horrible. This is where I was going with this. I feel so horrible for like people who work at like spot coffee and deal with like the oh yeah the rush, <laughs> the terror when two when two thirty hits and all of the middle schoolers come oh, bombard no. <laughs> spot coffee and Panera, which we all know how I feel about Panera as previously stated in the first episode. Yes. For our viewers that are not from Orchard Park, which is uh, which is a few, um, yeah. essentially, so, you know, you don't need to brag, guys. Really, yeah. Um, it's we. Uh, our middle school is like right next to our village, and if you don't know what a village is, which I think there's a few of you who don't, it's like our little main town center. What do you mean? Like, there's <laughs> a few people who don't live in a town with a village. Like, I've I oh, well, have I learned that that's not a normal thing. So, like. Whatever, we have a little village where, like, the main course of, like, business and restaurants are, and the middle school is near that, and Spot Coffee is in the main area of the village, so a thing that half the middle schoolers used to do, or majority of them, um, would be go after school into the village and go to, like, 7-Eleven or Spot Coffee, or, do you need, like, do you I need, like... <laughs> She needs a shot of, like, Benadryl or something. I'm going to sneeze, and I'm trying Flonase? so hard not to sneeze. I'm going to stick Flonase up your nose. <laughs> Get a little squirt. No, you, I'm going to be, like, asleep. You come in my room. <laughs> Anywho, anyway. so a few of the middle school, like, people would come into the village. Okay, the main hotspots were, let's be real, 7-Eleven, Subway, and Spot Coffee, which, oh my god, what a crew. But like, What a, what a gang. <laughs> what a gang. Much, do you know how much money they probably made oh, from they made all of the lot. middle schoolers? But well, these no, middle schoolers... Well, oh, maybe yeah. that was just me. Well, parents' money. Parents' money. <laughs> maybe that was just me. <laughs> I mean, that was just Camille. Um, but no, there would be a rush, and then these like middle schoolers would like completely like trash the area and like the restaurant and like there was like multiple complaints against middle schoolers about like just being disrespectful and like that's you, where the spot coffee well, story comes in what is the town of orchard park gonna do nothing ban? they're nothing. gonna ban well because everyone's just gonna sue the school district and then it's gonna be one big mess so they're like okay why does it, it always ends the school district getting sued? I feel, like we've been, <laughs> I feel like we've been sued so many times. I know. I feel like Orchard Park's like, not another one. Not like, another, come on, guys. <laughs> Mr. Wolf's just like, really? <laughs> For real. Again? Okay. Anyway. But anyways, it's just, I feel like going back to the restaurant and like waitresses and waiters or like servers. I just feel bad for them. It's just, yeah. Well, I am a server, so I understand like the pain. Yes. People are just brutal. If you are a service industry worker, if you work in especially, especially the food industry, if you work in the food service industry, you have seen the worst of humanity. <laughs> if you work in a Starbucks drive-thru, you've seen the bottom of a fucking barrel. <sighs> if you work at a Wendy's, you've just seen everything wrong with humanity. Everything. Because right. people are just so horrible. All the time. But, like, especially when you're serving them food, 
you're just automatically three steps below them. No, for real. And, and like, that's people how people just treat, treat you. you so terribly. <laughs> Anywho, okay, so like Camille has definitely like taught me a lot about like not like proper etiquette, but like just like treat like the whores of servers and like it's I know you said the whores of servers. The whores of like what the servers face. And um like I always like try and like treat them with like decency like more so now that I understand it because you have experience firsthand. It's such a struggle, and I've had people literally scream in my face, like, over nothing. Like, literally, like, it's a random stranger. Like, imagine going up to someone on the sidewalk and just starting yelling at them, like... People will think you're on drugs. Yeah, but, like, I, like, in a restaurant's okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know, I just think that... And people, I mean, the other thing is, when people don't tip, it's like, girl. Like, tip is so crucial, like... Because servers get paid literally, like, $8 an hour. People don't realize that either. And there's a lot of people that waitress, like, to survive, to live, and survive on tips. I mean, that's just the way that America is. I know in other Mm -hmm. countries, like... I know in in Europe, like... Tip is built in. Tip is built in, and so you don't tip, and, like, it's weird to tip. But that's how it should be. Like, you should not be having to rely on... The kindness of someone's, the generosity of other people to make a livable wage. Like, that's disgusting to me. Right. And, like, not not that it's the same. Like, DoorDash is the same way. Like, it's, you have, like, a delivery charge that goes to the driver, which is, like, 2 $3. Like, it depends on, like, the distance and the order size and whatever. But the other half is on tips. So, like, you're relying on the generosity of other people, and other people are like, well, he's just, like, delivering, like, whatever. Like, okay, well, no, I have to deal with the idiocity, idi- whatever the fuck the word is. Idi- idiocracy? Idiocracy. Of, is that a word? like, the whores of New York drivers. Like, See, whenever you, how can whenever no you one say, drive in New York? Whenever you say horrors, it sounds like you're saying whores. <laughs> Every time, it just sounds like you're saying whores. The whores of New York drivers. Horrors uh, of New York drivers. Um, like, why does no one in New York know how to drive? Well, no, 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 no. Florida. I think it's nowhere anywhere. No, no, but nobody anywhere knows how to drive. That's like, what, what is that? Like, you know, like... Hey, 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 DMV, you've been around for, like, a thousand years. Like, get your shit together, you know? Like, DMV. <laughs> like, I feel like there's people in, like, you. I think you can, like, get your permit, like, 14 or something in Florida. Like, I've, I, it might be 14, it might be 16, I don't know, I might be wrong, but, like, people in Florida, like, I was there, like, two weeks ago, and the amount of just insane drivers in Florida is just insurmountable. And either, in New York, too, like, I, New York is better, but, like, People drive fast. People are just, like, all over the place. And especially, like, door dashing. Like, I now understand and realize just how bad people drive. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to be dead. The I'm going to be dead are, by 20. The roads are a scary place. Every no, time, for real. Every time I have to drive more than 20 minutes, I'm scared for my life. <laughs> I'm scared for my life. Maybe I'm part of the problem. <laughs> Maybe I'm part of the problem. But, um, like, I was driving to, home from Rochester today. And it was raining, like, that Buckets. is, like, I have not experienced rain this bad in Torrential. so long. Downpour. Well, there was a tornado warning, which... Oh, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Camille just drives through. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As the cat comes falling down the stairs. So, I was driving home, and I was like, 
this guy kept swerving into my lane or like i don't know people that just drive so horribly there's people swerving all over and i understand like rain but drive slower than like what right like and like get in the right lane you know like don't be in the left lane and drive like 40 and a 55 you know no it's people are just so stupid and i think it's because people are so unaware of their surroundings but i also feel like that's part of like the cell phone problem everybody uses their phone while they're driving oh, yeah. i have specifically like told myself i'm like camille there's no text that is that important that you need to send right now yeah because i would <clears throat> i would always just i'm in the habit of like my phone goes off i pick it up and respond yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. I mean, I guess that's why they have, like, they Apple, like, introduced that, like, do not disturb, like, different, like, settings and, like, drive mode is, like, one of them. But it's like, so weird that, like, we need to have that. Yeah. Like, why can't we just have some self-control, you know? But, and, like, I'm know. victim of that, too. Like, I know, like, if there's, like, if I get a notification, like, you know, my car is one of those cars that has, like, you plug it in and it has, like, that, like, Apple CarPlay thing. And then the display of, like, the CarPlay is on the board. So, like... And the problem with that is, like, you can see when someone messages you, like, a notification is displayed across the whole bottom of the screen. My car's so, like, not that advanced. So, so, like, see, like, some of the cars, like, I know my sister's is like that and whatever, and, like, <laughs> what is going on over there? The cat's flipping out. Anywho. Um, like, and I feel like, the, like, why does that distraction need to be there? Like, CarPlay's actually very convenient, but, like, it's so distracting if you're not in, like, the right mindset of driving and, like, you see that notification. But also, the roads. Can we just, like, take a moment to, like, What the many... fuck is going on? <laughs> like, genuinely. If I could... The amount of potholes that I go over every single day is absolutely <laughs> horrific. Like, my tire. <laughs> I'll, I'll go over Bob, and at this point, it makes such a loud noise. I'm just like, I can't even stop to think of it twice about it anymore. It just, I just roll with it. No, like, I'm fully expecting for, like, my wheel and, <laughs> <laughs> my wheel and axle to just, like, Snap. fall off. <laughs> like, if my, <laughs> if my wheel just, like, suddenly fell off my car. I would not be surprised at all. Not even phased. Like, if it fell off, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> because the roads are just so bad. I'm like, what? what is this, like... There's construction 24-7, but are any of the roads better? No. No. Like, what is this, like, this, like, major idea that, like, we can just, like, put pavement inside of holes and expect it to be okay? To be fine. Also, why do they put all of this pavement in these holes to fix them, and then, like, three days later, the hole is back to where it was with the new pavement? Like... Yeah, no, I don't know. There was this one little, like, section on Freeman, like, that... Like, a little square, and it was, of course, where the tire goes in the lane. Like, it's just, like, in that pop, like, in the middle of the lane. And I remember, like, it was, I, for, I don't even know what reason they had to, like, take it out, but they took out a square of the road and replaced it with pavement, and, like, the pavement just sank back to where the hole was. And so they re-went over it again, and it once again sank back to where it was. I was like, what is going on? Like, just repave the section of the road, you do, know? Do we not have the technology to fix this problem? Like, I don't know. Like, we can land people on, like, the moon, or, well, that's controversial. Maybe. But, like, we can, like, put people in space, but we can't figure out how to, like, fix a pothole, you know? Like, I feel like I'm in the village of Orchard Park driving down South Buffalo Road. No, and literally. My tire is, like, literally just flying out of the car. And I'm like, okay. like. Well, this is my life. And, like, there's people, like, 
there's people swerving in the lane and everyone's just like okay that's normal like like we're like going off the road like but into the should, center turning lane you should see south buffalo roads they are horrible They're every day tragic every day i have to drive into south buffalo to drop off my friend and i gladly do it every day but the roads are just I, it, out of this world it's like playing dodgeball <laughs> Like, like car version dodgeball. That's how I fucking feel. I'm like literally swerve, swerve, swerve. Like swerve. into oncoming traffic like, to avoid. To avoid this ginormous <laughs> mega pothole. There's this one like patch of the road that I go over every single time on my way down South Park towards Tift. Okay. And um, every time there's this ridge in the road. It's not a bump. It's not a pothole. It's just... A drop, it's and a it drop. might as it might as well be a cliff because every single time I go over it, I am convinced that my car is about to break down on the side of South Buffalo, and literally, just like I'll have to call AAA or something at that <laughs> point. And I really think that's I at some point one of these days it's gonna it's gonna happen. No, literally, like broken bottom of the car, and like. Also, also, another thing that I've been, like, okay, DoorDash has particularly opened me up to this, but, like, why does, like, half the roads, like, next, like, the businesses off the side of the main roads, like, why is there, like, a cliff for a driveway, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like I, I go, like, okay, Delta Sonic on the, cor- on the like, five corners or horrible whatever. Horrible urban planning, Oh, by my the God. Way. Horrible. And this, this is on the corner of one of the five corners, obviously, in the name, and... The driveway going on to um, Orchard Park Road is literally just a steep, like a ninety-degree drop onto the road. Like, and every time I pull out, my 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 car's like, and like I'm like, did the bottom of my car just fall off? Like, it's like my like whatever the bumper, like is the bumper of the car just like scraping the ground? Like, oh who God. knows? I have like, a story to tell right now. So. <laughs> I have a story to tell. Goes blank. Yes, I have a story to tell. So, my dad was a horrible driver. Every single time I got in the car with him, I was convinced I was going to die. Okay. And so, when my mom was in her 20s, they had an apartment in South Buffalo. Okay. And this one morning, she wakes up to the police officers knocking on her door. And... They're like, ma'am, um, is that your car in the drive driveway? And she's like, yeah, why? And they're like, well, we found the bumper of it attached to um, a car on the side of the road. What? And she's like, Remy, what was this? Was this you? And he was like, what? No, I didn't run into any car. I didn't do anything like that. And they're like, sir, the license plate was attached on the bumper, like the entire bumper. It's attached to the car. And he just denied it all the way. Even though they literally had proof that the license plate was attached to the scene. And he just fled. And I think about that pretty frequently. Oh my god. Like, I'm just, I mean, I'm not as bad of a driver as that. Like, I mean, I, uh, okay, I've never been in an accident that was really, like, I was in the car for, but... I haven't been in a mean, for real accident. my car's been hit, but it, yeah. I, it was parked, and I wasn't at my car, but, um, 
like especially for door dashing like sometimes i'm just so crazy of a driver that I'm oh like, I, I know before but like i've had four people four different people door dash with me before and every time before they get into a car i'm like just so you know you coming into the car is like signing a waiver like if you die it's not my fault because don't sue please like sometimes it just it has to be the way it's got to be like just driving is just so incredibly difficult sometimes and then you just gotta like take chances like okay gambling my life real quick you know i feel like i can it's so easy to get distracted oh it is like i'll be zoning out like i remember there was this time i was driving to work and like I was like zoning out, like thinking about whatever I do. I think there was, I was reading an article on this like a month ago on like how like there's a certain like term and like whatever. So like the state in which you're consciously driving and like in the lane, but you're not thinking about driving or anything whatsoever. I do that. And I do that. I do that. I do that all the time on my way to my old job. And there was this one time where I went through the light and I was like was that even green? Like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know if it was green. And like the, the one time I kept doing that, like there was, it only happened like three or four times ever. But like, I say that as if like, that's acceptable <laughs> or something. But like, I, the one time, the only reason it caught me was because I watched the light turn as I went through the intersection. Like I was like under the light and I watched it turn from red to green. And I was like, oh shit. Like I was not about to pay attention if that had been red, you know? I mean, luckily there was no traffic, but like, if there was traffic, like, <laughs> I would be hit. Like, you know? No, I've definitely done that before, too. Or the other thing that happens for me is, like, my brain will go on autopilot and I start driving to work. If I'm heading in that general direction, I'll somehow end up not... Sometimes I actually make it there and sometimes I'm like, holy shit, Camille, you're going the wrong fucking way. Right. But, like, sometimes I'll accidentally drive... It happened to me the other day when I was driving to your house. <sighs> I was driving down Freeman and I just passed... Brittle path. Bridal path. Brittle. Bridal. Bridal. It's bridal path. Well, bridal spelled B-R-I-D-A-L. It's called bridal. Brittle. It's bridal. Okay, whatever. Everyone here calls it bridal. Okay, well, they're wrong. So. Okay. (laughs) It's Camille's world. We're all just living in it. Yeah, really. But I passed it, and I just drove home, even though I was trying to go to your house. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so stupid right now. But, um... No, that happens to me all the time, and I've actually been pretty aware of it, so recently I've been trying to, like, if I notice myself starting to get off, I try to refocus, Mm -hmm. or especially if I'm on the phone with my friends, I'll, like, forget where I'm going. Not forget where I'm going, but not pay attention to the directions. Yeah. And sometimes I will get turned around in that way. But I feel like we both have a really good sense of direction. We do. I mean, I you have a better sense than I do just because you've been over like all of buffalo and i've like been limited to like the south towns but like there's a lot of people who just don't know road names like i'm like oh it's like on so south Park or like abbott and people are like what and i'm like girl how do you go around places i know like there's like i mean no hate to those people but like no you know. I, i'm sending hate <laughs> <laughs> okay I am setting hate because why don't you know road names and you have a license in a car? Like, I feel like that should be a requirement. Like, you just need to know your geographical region if, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I go to work, but I don't know, like, the street names. I'm like, oh, you drive on it every day, but you don't know the street names? Like, I don't know. Like, like I don't know. That That's weird to me, too. Are you just going to use, are you going to be dependent on Google Maps forever? Like, I know. Like, I feel like, I mean, I learn different areas. Like, I know... Um, in like Bonita Springs in Florida, like I've learned the street written names there just to like have for reference in case I ever need it. It's like, I feel like that's like a good skill to have, like going, having like your geographical region and like your road names, like 
planned out and whatever. Um, um, anyways, back, back from the little break, not a break for you guys, but a break for us. Um, another thing that happened was I just finished orientation for, um, Damon, um, as I stated in the first episode, as I stated in the first episode, as previously um, mentioned, I'm going to Damon University for PA. We had our orientation earlier this week, and it was a good time. I was losing my shit ahead of time, and Camille had to talk me out, or not talk me out of it, but talk to me and calm me down, even though there was literally nothing, nothing. to be stressing over. And he um, knew that I had gone through the college orientation process already, and he just still did not want to listen to anything I had to say. <laughs> and so. I was like, Camille, what if I don't know anyone? What if everyone hates me? And like, whatever. And like, but whatever. It was fine. And um, I was right, as I always am. Yeah. Like, there was a few... I made a few friends, and I really liked them. Um, they are genuine people. Um, shout out to them if you're listening to this, but... Um, we went and, you know, it was just like grouped off like events and like icebreaker things. And then we met as like a whole orientation group. There was two sessions and there was like 250 kids at my session. And we did this big icebreaker thing out in the field with everyone. And we were put into these groups and what? <laughs> what? You don't. Can, need, I was gonna say you don't need to look at me. Like I, I'm like laying back as my neck hurts. Okay. Um. Sometimes Camille just does random hand motions, and I don't know what they mean. <laughs> and then I'm like, "What are you even saying right now?" But like, anywho. Um. So we were like in this big group, and then we were like counted off by fours, which was the s the most stupidest thing in the entire world because there was 250 of us, but we counted off by fours and like, you know, like every people went into different groups and no, I think it was by nines. Fours was later, but we were doing by nines. It doesn't matter. And you know, I met with the fours because I was number four and, um, this kid was next. No, we had to do like this beanbag toss thing where like you went into the middle and it was like learning people's names, which is like, I'm never going to see like half of these people ever again, even though like we're at college. So like, why would I need to know all their names? But whatever. And <clears throat> so someone started in the middle, they had the beanbag, they tossed it to someone else and had to say their name. That person went to the middle and tossed it to someone else. They had to say their name. And I ended up next to this one kid. I think is, I don't know what his name was, but he, he leans over to me and he says something and and I have no idea what he said. And I was like, I was like, he said it like, it wasn't like, I don't know. He had like his voice, like he would just like, had that voice, like, like it slurred the words together. Like, no, like it was fine. Like it was just the way he talks, but like, I couldn't understand what he was saying. And he said it to me and I was, I thought about it for a moment. I'm like, I don't know what you said. I go like, what? And he, like, says it again, and I still have zero oh idea God. what it's, he said. It's so much worse when you ask them to repeat it, and you still don't hear and it. Then, and then, well, after the second time, now you now you have two decisions. Either you ask again in a different <laughs> way, or you're just like, okay. But I went for the third option, or I went for the third time, and I go, I don't know what you're saying. And he says it again, and it was something about the girls. Like, I don't know what he said, but still, I still don't know what he said after the third time because like there was like a lot of commotion and music and I still can't understand what he's saying because he's just not talking clearly. And I go, uh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still looking at me because I think he asked me a question and I go, uh, for real. And he's still <laughs> looking at me and I turn back to the middle and he goes, oh, okay. 
And he turned back to the other guy who was standing next to him, and I was like, right. Right. And so I'm like, okay. That's happened to me before, where I, like, will respond with something completely not at all related to what they just said, and it's really, really awkward to have them repeat. It's such an awkward moment when someone asks you a question like three times then you don't want to make them repeat it for a fourth time because that's just excessive and then they're just like at that okay. point they're annoyed with you they're like, <laughs> no, never mind. it's like hey speak clearly like i know my ears are bad but like hey speak clearly you know but i think i've always learned to just like if someone's asking me a question in that circumstance just reply yes because reply <laughs> just yes. reply yes because no i i always thought that when i was a little kid like whenever someone would ask me a question i didn't understand i'd just be like okay like yeah and yeah and, and most times it worked and so but there was this one time where my grandpa was asking me questions and um i couldn't understand what he was saying and once again i got to that third question and i still didn't understand what he said and like he was just talking quietly and i didn't hear it because it was noisy and i replied no for like the first time like he was asking me a question i could hear the tone of his voice and i replied no because i'm like oh i've said yes a bunch of times in this situation (laughs) past so it's time to say no and so i go no but the question was are you still doing good at math (laughs) <laughs> and, and I said no. No. And so he go and it launched into a twenty-five minute lecture about how it's a good idea to like get my studies up in math and like it's super crucial in my life. And I was like, I'm good at math. I just didn't understand what you were saying. And I was like, I was like seven. So like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I, was I thought like, the okay. seven recently. <laughs> no, this this happened like when I was a little kid, and I was like, okay, no. It happens with Joan all the time. Like my okay. Oh, Joan. Here, Joan. Here everyone, we go. Everyone on my private store on Snapchat knows about Joan. Joan is like this eighty-four-year-old lady. She is super nice, super sweet. Um, I live in like a townhouse sort of deal, and she lives on the end unit, and like just one unit or two units over, and. Um, her husband, like, just, he can't do, like, physical stuff, which is fine. Um, but she tries to, but I'm, like, a big help to her. So she asks me all the time, like, go, like, go over there and, like, help her with, like, stuff. And it's not just stuff. Like, Joan, (laughs) Joan, okay, I love Joan. Joan pushes her limits. She is such a good person, and I love her. She is such a nice lady, and she's really considerate and whatever. But she sometimes just asks me to do stuff that's, out of my league like i am like an orchard park boy who doesn't know how to use a lawnmower and like i don't like she is asking me like hey do you mind like replanting my tree and i'm like uh-huh like a tree like I, i'm not capable of taking a tree out of the ground and replanting it like i know nothing about what kills trees where it needs to be planted what soil it needs to be in like how often it needs to be watered like i have some knowledge but like not that much but Joan, she, we met because, like, we moved here, like, last year, and she, like, asked me, she came over one time, and she's, like, you know, like, I have a lot of stuff for yard work, and, um, I just wanted to know if you could help me and whatever, I'm, like, yeah, sure, and she, like, she offered to pay me, and I declined, but, like, she pays me anyways, because whatever, and she, she's a nice person, um, and, but she asked me to do, like, all of this stuff. Like, just, babe, just hire a landscaper. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, oh, the amount of times I've said that sentence. The amount of times. Like, it's, like, trimming the pack of Sandra and, like, taking plants out of the ground. Didn't know you could divide a hosta in half. But she's, like, moving plants all around and trimming her hedges and edging her beds and remulching and resoiling and replanting trees and cutting down, like, <laughs> branches of trees with a chainsaw. And, like, I'm, like, babes, like, this is way too much. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. 
too. And like the first time, she's like, "Oh, do you mind? Like, I don't know. Like, can you put in a few hours to like repaint my deck?" And I was like, "What? Like, repaint your deck?" And I was like, "Okay." And she's like, "You know, like I have the paint and everything. Like, just like come over whenever you're ready to like paint my deck." And I was like, "Ah, okay." And so I go over there, I paint the deck, whatever, and whatever. It's just like stuff like that. Love Joan, but. Sometimes it's just so much. Like, I went over there yesterday um, at 9 in the morning, and I was, like, expecting to do a few things. Like, okay, I've spent probably, like, 40 hours there over the course of, like, a month. And, like, it's not, like, that bad of a workload. But, like, sometimes, I, like, I just don't know what else there is to do. Like, I feel like I've just rebuilt her entire house. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I, there's stuff that I don't even know exists that she asked me to do. And... This last time, like, I'm like, okay, like, there's not that much to do. We've replanted her plants. Like, everything's good. I go over there, and she's... No, this happened last week. I go over there, and, like, I only had an hour because I was door dashing with Camille, like, an hour later. And I'm like, I go over there, and I'm like, okay, I have an hour to, like, get stuff done. She's like, oh, that's not that much time. I was like, ah! Joan. I was like, Joan, I don't need the attitude right now. Like, I have a busy schedule. Like, an hour is a lot of time to get stuff done, but I was like okay like uh, whatever and she's like can you come back for like a few hours and I was like next week Wednesday and she was like okay fine and so I go over there yesterday and I was there for four and a half hours like doing just doing stuff no but like okay so I trimmed her pack Cassandra and then I trimmed like her bushes cut off dead flowers um, talk to her for a little bit, cut down part of her tree, <laughs> like, you know, naturally, um, cut back the ivy that's growing on the wall, took the ivy that's growing on the tree, like, 50 feet up in the air, you know, and then, like, replanting her things, and then restringing her, whatever the plant is called, that grows, like, up a vine, or, like, up a post, or whatever, and her flowers, whatever it's called, and, like, trimming her hedges, and then remulching, and then, like, putting down fertilizer, and then rewatering, and then, like, redoing stuff with her flowers on the deck, and then putting more soil on her plants, and, like, it doesn't seem like that much until most of the time it's just like delayed like she just I'm standing there doing nothing like I'm just waiting for her because like she is 80 and like you know I have a lot of patience with her just because I understand but like half the time I'm just waiting there for like direction and she's taking like 50 years to like come back out of the house and I'm like okay babes that's valid I don't even know for me um if you guys don't know, I work at Avanti Mansion, and I basically just collect skill sets like Pokemon cards. Um, <laughs> okay. I was originally just a server. Oh, those days. Just a server. I um, Then I started during the week as a cleaner. Then I was mm. just a server and a cleaner. Um, so my current schedule, I serve on the weekends. And on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I clean. And then it got added on because on Wednesdays, I normally, my coworker and I would not have enough um, stuff to do by like halfway through the, day, through the day on Wednesday. And at the time, we were scrambling to get all of our flower beds prepped for an upcoming wedding. And all of a sudden, I take on the role as a landscaper. And Camille is not that type of person. No. But. And there I was, landscaping, weeding the beds, remulching the beds, deadheading flowers, <laughs> watering the beds. We have an entire irrigation system <laughs> at the Avanti Mansion. There's hoses hidden everywhere. 
then I accidentally flooded one of the flower beds on accident. <laughs> Casually walking Casually. into Lake Erie that's now transplanted. Into the Avati Mansion. <laughs> yeah. And then we had to redo all of the flower beds um, in one of our gardens and it was just absolutely horrendous and i remember that day i had to work a double so i was replanting all of the flower beds and then serving afterwards okay and i ended up having to go home and take a shower because i was so absolutely filthy camille snapchats me and i might as well thought that she had fallen into lake superior because like i look at her and she is drenched like covered (laughs) in sweat like water just pouring out of her like I can't yeah. even. Like, she is the irrigation system herself. Like, yeah. she starts sweating. Like, Camila has enough to, like, feed a family of 15. Like, it's just, a it's crazy. A bucket of sweat. Yes. Yeah. And it, I'm like, okay. Like, that's more sweat than I've generated ever. And yeah. Like, it's because I just, I just. She's working hard. I'm, I'm working hard. And I'm running around the 10 acres of the Avanti <laughs> Mansion. And actually, the other day, yesterday, I ended up, um, my coworker and I, coworker and I walked down to the creek because we have a creek. I did see um, this. And it was actually so beautiful. I actually fell in. Oh, <laughs> naturally. Just to like add to the sweat, like cool off, like a little right. dip. Right, my shoes were wet. Mm-hmm. It was not a good feeling. Blisters on the feet when she came home. Right. And then later I did throw up yesterday. Yep. It was just, you just had a rough day. I had a rough day yesterday. She went through the ringer. Yeah, I did. A little tired today, but we're making it through. We're making it through. My current sleep is looking at about six hours. Yeah. Which is usually the, which is usually the usual. You know, yeah. that's how it goes. That's, that's valid. <laughs> usually the usual. I mean, sleep, I don't know. Sleep, I feel like, is so, they say it's so important, but I just I just can't. can't. Like... I remember junior year was just a complete production. Well, of... it's because I feel like what a lot of the times, especially when I get overloaded with amount the amount of things I need to get done, mm-hmm. I feel like twenty four hours in a day is not enough. Just no. And me sleeping for eight of it, like you're fucking kidding. No, you're like, lying. That's just too much time. You're like... lying. I don't have time to lay on a padded bar of <laughs> stuffing for eight hours. No, like, I feel like I usually tend to, like, try and get, like, six or six and a half like that. I can run on six and a six and a half. Six and a six and a half. For like, <laughs> are, you, are we sure? Yeah. I can run on that for, like, a few days, but then, like, there's a day where, like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like today's the day. Yeah, today's, today's the, the day, day where my body said no. And... I oversleep my alarms and I just sleep in until like 12 and then yep. it's a lost day and then I have then Camille waking up to me and yep. then like it's a whole thing and like I can usually six is my median I mean I got six to nine and I've been okay so so the other thing that I don't think any of you are necessarily aware of um I sleep through all of my alarms oh yes I'm a chronic oh, yes. Oversleeper. I oversleeper. I just never hear them. I don't wake up to them. I've tried every text tone. And actually what ended up working for me was hard drill as my um, alarm clock. And so I'll wake She's up in the to... Military. I wake up to... Wake up, Lil V. Like, it's a, literally a hard rap song with the bass absolutely booming in my ear at whatever time I need to wake up. But if sometimes when that doesn't work, which does occur... 
I normally have Mason call me at a certain time every morning to wake me up. Yes. And he does every day without fail. Um, like I did at 8 a.m. this morning. Like like he did at 8 a.m. this morning. And um, yesterday there was a bit of an incident and some things were going on. And I called him in the middle. Mid-conversation. Mid- I'm, I'm having a full-on, like, one of those, like, deep-ass talks with Declan. And, okay. But, like, I'm having a full, deep-ass talk with my friend. And we're, like, in the car, like, just, like, chatting, whatever, like, discussing life. And Camille calls me. And I say, I'm not really sure if it's the best time, but can you wake me up at 8 a.m. tomorrow? And Camille (laughs) knew this conversation was going on. She knew that there was some heavy stuff going on in this conversation. And his friend just starts dying. Dead. Dead. He was dead for probably three minutes afterwards. Yeah. And here yeah. I scroll on my phone. You know, I take the time to go on my phone and I, of course, have a designated alarm set for Camille on my phone. Yeah. Set it to 8 a.m. and I'm like, okay, we're good to go. And yeah. that was that. And, and then I called it. her this morning when I woke up. And, the, you know, 8 a.m. was before I woke up. But did I wake up and call her and go back to bed? Yes. 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 And every time to go, hey, Camille. And she's like, hey, Yes, that's uh, every time. Hey, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're already up, and I'm like, okay. Sometimes I'm already up, sometimes I'm not. You can completely tell yes. every time. And so we're going to have a little bit of an issue coming up because I'm leaving on Sunday for going out west, which time zone change by two or three hours, depending on if I'm in Arizona or California. And, and I have no clue. Camille, if up. she has to wake up at eight and I'm in California, I'm going to have to wake up at five. And will I do it? Yes, yes. I will do it. But. Camille's still going to call me, and of course, we're still going to do it, but it's just going to be a little bit of a challenge because I'm three hours behind. But we're going to hope and pray that it works out. Oh, it's going to work out. I have faith. Tell them about your upcoming trip. Oh, yes. Upcoming trip. Um, today is the 28th. Um, I'm leaving in three days to go to um, Arizona. I'm going out west with my dad. Um and we are going to, we're flying to Phoenix, staying in Sedona, then hitting Flagstaff and going to the Grand Canyon, spending a night in Vegas, and then driving to Palm Springs, San Diego, and then LA, and then it's a flight home. 12 days, 12 day trip, um, packed, locked and loaded, stuff to do every day. I'm actually going to my first MLB game. Um, I just have to butt in. Um... The Grand Canyon is not impressive to me. I've never had an urge to go see the Grand Canyon, but I feel that way with it's so, a hit or miss with so many large things. The Grand Canyon review it on Yelp is a hit or miss. <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Canyon is a hit or miss. I this is a whole thing. But like so many things like that, like the Eiffel Tower, any landmark, Mount Mount Rushmore, the Grand Canyon. Like I just have no interest. Like I just don't care. That's how I feel. Right. And like... Like, I, I would not be impressed. Like, I'd be like, okay. You are not the first person to tell me that they're not impressed by the Grand Canyon. I don't remember who I was talking to, but they're like, I don't know. I just don't see the point of it. Like, it's rocks. It's rocks. It's large rocks. I'm like, okay. I mean, we'll see when I get there, but I don't know. I think it's cool, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, you can't really judge it until you see it, I Do guess. Do you remember when but... Nick Walenda tightroped across the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. And also and like, Niagara Falls. In, like, 2010, and it was, like, all over the news, and yeah. everyone in second grade was like, oh, my God, Nicola Wanda is gonna go across... Nicola <laughs> 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 gonna go across the Niagara Falls with no bungee cord. <laughs> 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 everyone was losing their 
losing their shit. And we were like seven. Yeah, we were over, seven at the time. Nick will end up. Oh, I remember. It was first grade, and it was like the hot topic, and I went home and looked him up, because I was like, who the fuck is Nick Wallanda? Or like, yes. whatever the fuck his name is. But still, to this day, my dog, who my mother's just so unhealthily obsessed with, Maxie. I can't even... No, Leo. Leo, okay. Um... She's just actually off her rocker a little bit. Um, but when Leo jumps from chair to chair, she calls him Walendaing. It's like, <laughs> you just Walenda, Leo. Good you job. Just and I'm like, Mom, <laughs> medication maybe? Medication is in the cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But no, like she says that he's Leo, Leo Walenda. Leo Walenda. Yeah. Walenda, Walenda, something. Leo Walenda. <laughs> Yes, and I know because I hear it a million times a day. day. Camille's dogs are so cute. I have met them on multiple occasions. I like Maxie because he sits with me and just like stares at me. Leo just (laughs) stares at you in a way like he's tracking you down and he's going to kill you. No, literally. Um, It's a whole thing. My mom thinks that he's going blind, so maybe I'll finally have the upper hand over Leo. (laughs) One of my cats, I think, is going blind because... (laughs) Deaf and blind because... He, we have, I have two cats and a dog, um, dogs name, uh, human names, of course. Mm-hmm. Dog's name is Cheyenne. And then the cat's names is Hillary and Gord. Gord is an orange tabby and Hillary is a calico. Killary, or Killary, yes. Is Killary! <laughs> Hillary is mine. Um, like we, it's me, my mom, and my sister. We each have like our own pet. Like Cheyenne is my sister's, um, Gord is my mom's and Hillary is mine. And Gord, okay. The cat's play like their dogs like i will like throw a ball and they will go and retrieve it and then bring it back to me and then i'll throw it again and over and over again and as we were speaking and opening this podcast hillary was playing soccer with herself over in the back room and having a ball (laughs) but so sometimes i do try and play with gore like i play with hillary and just like kick this we have these little tiny foam soccer balls and i kick the ball and gore just like is still looking in the location where the soccer ball left and i'm like gore it's not there anymore and like then Hillary, like, she'll hear it. She might not see it, but she'll hear it and then turn her head and find it. But Gord just, he just doesn't. And we try and, like, put little eardrops in his ears to, like, clean him out because he does have an ear infection. But, you know, he is, like, a street cat. Um, he was from the streets. Um, we got it. We adopted him. <laughs> Gord from the streets. <laughs> Gord is a lot. Gord, is, Gord is gang. The <laughs> Gord is the gang leader. <laughs> no, Gord's a blood. Um, he... We re- not rescued him. He we adopted him. I don't know. I think he was rescued. I don't know. But um, we took him. He has an ear infection. We try and put drops in his ear, but because he's from the streets, he doesn't trust. He's at- from the streets. Just he's the a way street cat. He's a street cat. So like, he doesn't like to be held, and he has trust issues, and we can't just put we can't put drops in his ear. So it's a lost cause. He doesn't like to be held. He has trust so issues. So we we'll just have to like let. He's like me. <laughs> All these trust issues. He's really resembling Camille, but like. <laughs> Too close to home these days. So. I am taking the initiative on this, but um, Camille and I are going to incorporate little bits into our podcast. And one of the bits that I would like to include is called the most annoying phrases that people say that just grind our gears or have some traumatic or emotional response. Yes. And I have a few that I wrote down that I would like to share. Okay. And I was not aware we were doing this today or I would have prepared. And... 
I have, I actually, I have three because I heard them over the course of these past few days. And of course I, we have a little notes page where we write things down because we are dedicated members of this podcast community. And, um, I heard, okay, this one I heard at orientation absolutely 13 times. And I definitely yelled over the phone about how annoying this phrase is to me, but I was at orientation and I'm sitting there and why does every teacher ever go when a student is like talking like answering the question and like an astute little response and they go oh this is a nice segue into our next topic oh a nice segue i lose my shit i roll my eyes i roll my eyes and groan like it's no one's business in the fucking class every time i heard it and at orientation i heard it at least 10 times at least 10 times and well, they have a lot of top topics to segue into. Oh, love it. Love it. Love That's it. a great segue. Like, shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. Rather flush myself down the toilet bowl. Like, I, I can't. Like Something for me that people say that I don't really like is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Hillary. Um, I hope they can hear that. <laughs> um, when people ask, can I talk to you about something? Why would you ever... Text me asking if you can talk about something. You clearly have a way to get in touch with me. Just say what you need to say. Right. Do not spike my anxiety for no reason. Because like that seems that like me. they're gonna like break up with you. Like whether it's a friend or like a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Like I feel like when you open up with that, like something bad problem. is going to happen. There's a like, problem. There's a like a huge catastrophic event that's about to unfold. And it's way worse when it's something normal like. Do you want to go to the movies next week? <laughs> Bitch! I'm going to kill you. Can no! Can you about something? Oh, do you have, like, the homework from last night? Like, uh, I'm going to kill you. You know? That's something that really pisses me off. What else? Um, there's one that's, like, when teachers... Oh, my God. I... Over school, like, obviously... Obviously, the natural response when you're in school and you're having a shitty time is, like, oh, my God, when's summer? And we would be, like... Three weeks into the school year. And someone would go, oh, there's like eight months left or something. Or like a teacher would go, yeah, like you guys are going to be here for the next eight months. And then they would always follow up with, who's counting, right? Who's counting, right? <laughs> who's, who's counting, and right? That, that phrase, I simply like abolish. Like, I feel like we need a law passed of just banned phrases. And that needs to be on it. Like, we're going we're gonna to make a little list and we're going to put all the phrases on it. That's the real podcast banned phrases. And if you if you say those phrases in your life, you're a fucking barracuda. <laughs> no, if you say any of these phrases, you have to mark down that you're a felon and whenever you apply to a job. <laughs> no, literally. And it's like, oh my God, like who's counting, right? Like I'm counting. You know what? The next time someone says that, mark my words, I'm volunteering. I'm and I'm going to be like, I'm counting. The room will go dead silent. <laughs> and the professor will be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> literally. Another one that I heard the other day um, was when people go see you next year when it's the new no! year. Oh, the last day of school before break. See you next year. <laughs> all the teachers ever like. Okay, why do all these phrases come from teachers? I feel like Maybe teachers say a lot teachers. of things. Teachers amazing, but just sometimes the things that are sad are just no. Please stop. I just. 
it's like the millennial like cringe humor. I feel see like you next year. That's part of it too. Like uh, okay, I'll see you on December thirty first, two thousand and thirty five. Okay, how about that? Like yeah. you know. No, actually, I'm dropping out. You won't see me next year. <laughs> Literally. Talk to you next year. Like oh my god, I I can't. I can't. I can't. You know when people thought that. The year 2012 was when the world was going to end. <laughs> literally, I feel like... Were they just, like, shivering in their boots on New Year's Eve? No, literally, like... Okay, what calendar was that that ended? Um, was it the Mayan? The Mayan. Okay. Like, the Mayan calendar ended that year, and so, like... And I'm explaining, like, no one knows, but, like... Why did everyone start losing their shit in 2012? And, like, why did I go to bed thinking, like, okay, if something happens in Australia, I'm gonna, like... No about it. Like, <laughs> prepare for the end of the world. I'm like, okay. No, but I feel like if the world was going to end, it would have ended in the year 2000. Like, someone making the Mayan calendar, like, 2,000 years ago, was pr- in the year, like, 16, was probably, like, <laughs> probably, like, civilization is not going to last to the year 2000, so we're just going to stop at 2012. And there's probably some, like, biblical reference or, like, religious belief that, like, 2012 was the last year or something. But, like, they were probably just like, okay, we're just going to end. Or, like, someone was like, okay, this is pointless because I'm not even going to be alive in 2000 years. So, like, let's just stop at 2012. Sure, 2012 is the one. I guess. (laughs) I think there is some country that's, like... Oh, it's Ethiopia. Don't tell me... Don't ask me why I know this, but Ethiopia... Ethiopia has a different calendar. They have a different calendar, and so they're yes, like... Yes, I also know this. They're, they're eight years behind. Like, it's 2014. And yep. I'm like, oh. And 2014 was a great year. I feel like everything good happened in 2014 for not, no reason. Not for me. I feel like the year 2022 is so unreal to me. Like, after 2020... I didn't picture any of the years actually happening for some reason after no, 2020. Real. And so 2021... It seems so futuristic. 2022, these years seem future, futuristic. And I'm gonna th- I'm thinking about how we're going to go into 2023. Like, that's not a real fucking That's year. not a real that's number. Not, that's not a real number. Like, these years feel very futuristic. And I feel like, as a kid, I remember everyone saying, like, and, oh, t- in 2020, that's when, like, the flying cars are coming out. Like, <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. I'm paying $5 a gallon for gas. Five, oh, oh, don't even get me started on it. Oh, um, God. Oh, my God. We're from New York, and gas is just, like, through the roof. It's just through, through the roof. Luckily, I am fortunate enough to have yeah, well, a up. more future fuel fishing car, but whatever. Camille is not in the same boat. And I'm in the trenches, really. My condolences, seriously. Because I, you know, why am I paying $80 a week to drive my car that I have to drive because I live in, in, in the, the suburbs? In the United States of America where you can't do anything but drive. But where you can't do anything but drive. It's not my fault that we have bad infrastructure. Like, Is it my fault that we have no urban planning? No. Right. Why am I paying $80 a week? Do we need high-speed trains? Yes. Yes. Public transportation? Yes. Like There's, like, the public transportation in... in, in Buffalo is just absolutely horrible. It's a horrible. And I saw literally not that long ago, um, Saudi Arabia announced plans. I don't know if you saw this, um, for like this new futuristic plan by like thir- 2030. And like they are coming up with different city designs. And yes, this one city design this. is called the line. And it's like 170 kilometers, which roughly translates to like, I don't even know, like 100 or 110 miles. And it's basically the 400 meters tall, which is taller than the Empire State Building. And the boundaries are mirrored glass, and it's built in the desert. And 
I don't know how like wide it is, but it's just this line that goes 170 kilometers, and it's and that's the entire city. And that's the entire city, and like the like it's just like up and down like, like apartments. Extremely tall buildings. Yes, and like it's this whole not even a city like it's just like a box of just infrastructure and like, like they have parks designed in it and like rails and like it's zero carbon emission and one hundred percent all renewable energy. So like they don't have to rely on outside sources for water or heat or anything because it's just natural ventilation and everything and the top's completely open. And I'm like, who who thought of that? You know, like who thought of like the Lion City? You know, like that's I feel like that that is what I thought of as a kid that we would have by now, and we don't. But, like, who knows? Maybe by 2030 we'll get there. Not in the United States. Not in the United States. Like, the United States is, I feel like, lagging behind. Which is crazy, because I feel like... Every time as a kid it was, oh, America's number one, we're the best country in the world. But, like... I and this is... I don't want to even start trotting on politics, because I don't want to turn anybody away. Yeah. But... um, All views are accepted. Well... We'll be friendly with all views. They may, we may have difference in opinions, but we respect viewpoints. Right. right. At least I do. Right. Right. I respect right. people who have brains. Yes. A lot of people, I feel like, base opinion on n- more so like not backed up matter. Like I feel like you like have if you're to, getting like, your news information viewpoints. from TikTok, don't talk to me. Right. Like I feel like. <laughs> There's a lot. You need credible sources, and people only look at, like, one side of things, and I always, like, I know, like, there's, like, Fox News, right-sided, or there's, like, what, the Washington Post is that left-sided, and, like, I feel like I, at least myself, try and, like, get both sides, and then, even, and even then, you're not getting accurate information, because it's skewed to the one side, and so I feel like there really needs to be, like, a takeover in America of, like, just a central news station that everyone's, like, okay, we can I feel agree. like, yeah. That's, but I don't think we'll ever get there. No, I don't think so either. Which is crazy that news stations and sources can be bribed. That is crazy. To I me. feel like that's crazy. And I feel like that should be illegal. I think there should be some sort of like reprimanding for things like that because I think, I don't know, I think right now America is so divided. And just, I feel like since 2016, we've been the most divided we've ever, ever been as a country and I don't I mean I understand my parents point of view where it used to be like Republicans and Democrats would come together to make a compromise it's and not it's not that anymore. way anymore because I think it's the, denying for the sake of denying yeah but the like the political parties are just becoming more and more polarized to the point where a lot of people don't even identify with either of them because they're so far they're so extreme i feel like we've just yes. been pushed to the extreme in every situation because no one is willing to make a compromise and i do feel like there's a lot of people in like the younger like teenage generation in which they have a medial viewpoint at least from the people that i've met there's a lot of like a lot of my friends um which i don't base friendships off of political stance i'm i have democratic friends i have republican friends i have moderate friends Um, But I do find that most people, like younger people, are realizing the absolute bias in um, the political parties and they just go in the middle. And I think that's a good thing for the future if we can have a generation in which can meet in the middle and such. I feel like I'm the opposite of you. Right. Again, we are polar opposites. Because for me... 
I feel like we've gotten to a point where if you belong to the opposite political party of me, it comes down to now, like, we have different fundamental views of life. Yeah. At this point, because it seeps into absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I'm not going to necessarily... I mean, I have a few Republican friends, but I feel like it's gotten to the point where, like, we just can't... I can't. Like, we have yeah. different views about everything. And I I hold a lot of current issues very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And they're things that I feel very passionate about that I really am not willing to... Compromise, compromise or on. hear the other person Be- out. Yeah. And I mean, I'm very much capable of having, like, a spirited political debate and, yes. like, actually listening. And that's what I like to do. I like to listen to the other side because I feel like sometimes there are things that maybe I, I wasn't educated on or I wasn't necessarily seeing the way that they're seeing. But, like, you need to be able to have that conversation without getting nasty or belittling the other person. Yeah. And I'm capable of doing that. What I can't do is when people are so but a lot of people unwilling. Don't. Yeah. Like, most of my friends lean the same way that I do, but it's also because of our interests, our common shared personalities, things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, the way we were raised. And so I feel like I think that contributes to it a lot, too. Um, and especially in my career, it's definitely, I'm in the arts. Right. So. And, like, why, I guess, why can't, the big question that I have is why can't we all selectively or whatever the right word is like come together and choose someone that's like moderate like the majority of america is moderate like the yeah. the like politicians are vying for moderate voters why can't the moderate party or not it's not even a party like it's just like a word to identify as in the middle but like why can't moderates get together and vote for a more moderate voter or a politician like, why can't we have that? Like, why are, like, I feel like the only selections are for these extremist politicians. And it's just, it's not doing us any good. Like, I know in New York, like, one of the big problems I have is that you, we are, I think it's called a closed primary state. So yeah. you have to be a registered Republican or have to be a registered Democrat. And to you have to primary. vote within that party. Yeah. Like, you can't be a Democrat and vote in the Republican Party for who gets elected. In the Republican primary. Yes. And you can't, as a Republican, you can't vote in the Democratic primary, which I have issues with because I feel like if you are a registered Republican, I've already registered for both parties once in my life. I've switched once already, and I'm 18. And I have voted, voted on both sides, and I feel like why do I need to change my registration to vote for the other party? I feel like you should just vote for whoever you want and whoever gets the most votes wins. Like, I don't know. I feel like our the structure is debatable, and I wish that there would be some central person that could just fix everything. I mean, obviously, natural humanity is we're all going to have different viewpoints. You're never going to have not everyone everybody, yeah and not everyone's going to be happy but yeah i don't know i think as the years go on we just become more and more divided and, and it's I think scary it, it is scary i mean i plan to move to europe anyway so yes. not really that worried about it but like i don't know like the united states like who knows like i mean i'm graduating college in five I have years no clue what's gonna happen like in five years there's gonna be a different president who knows what's going to happen with any, you know, monkeypox is coming up and COVID is still around. And 
whatever. So, like, who knows what the world's going to be like in five years? Did, like, okay, it's 2022. In 2017, were we, like, oh, yeah, this is what the world's going to be like? No. no. And, like, we have another five years to go through? Like, I don't know. I heard once it's 10 years of the 20s. So, we'll see what happens. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm, n- I'm nervous. We'll just have to see. We'll have to wait and see. But... We've been around for how long now? An hour and three minutes. Hour and four minutes now. But I feel like we've covered a lot today. We've we, covered we driving, did. door dashing, our jobs. Joan. Joan. I feel like Joan was an inevitable point. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of most annoying phrases of the week. Um, I will be headed to California. Like I said, I will be headed to California next week. So um, we'll have a podcast up. Yep. For sure. Um, it won't be live like it is. Like It won't be. It's not live in general, but we usually we just upload right after we film it. So, like, it won't be, like... You won't be missing out next week is no, what he's trying won't. to say. Yes, essentially. All right, guys. So, thank you for thank listening you for tuning again. In. And if you listened to the entire podcast... We love you. Let us know what you think. Leave a review. Leave a review. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you guys want and us to talk honest. about. And be honest. Don't rate five stars. Just rate five stars. Out of pity, guys. I don't want a five-star pity review. And don't be one star because you think it's a joke. Like, let's let's be real. This let's is the be, real podcast. Be real, guys. This is the real podcast. All but right. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye.